Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience Points Podcast. Our All Queered cast officially expands by one with this episode. That's right. We asked, and they said yes. Britt, or Atomic Firebird, playing Mordax and Silverblade, agreed to join us. If you haven't heard their two-minute intro, you should definitely go check it out. This episode, we attempted to add some background flavor noises, and unfortunately they recorded at the same level as my voice. So you may struggle to hear some of what Angus has to say. Luckily, everyone else recorded at higher levels, and you, Absco, and Mordax are very clear. The best part is that my husband, Kenny slash Absco, bought me a small mixing box that I get to learn how to use now. So hopefully, going forward, everything will be amazing. I'll even be using this to record my intro for the Halloween episode, so hopefully everything will go super smoothly. Now that that is complete, let's get back to our story with episode 22, Bot Fight. Greetings, adventure hookers, and welcome back to Experience Points, your favorite all-queer Starfinder Real Play podcast. I am your host and GM, Miu, and joining me today is our absolutely fabulous cast. Hello, I'm Kelric. I play Angus. I almost said Punderdrone. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm the producer. I will probably edit that out. I am Brit, and I am... The new new mouse person. Uh, I am Kenny. I play Absco. And there you have it, our fabulous <laughs> crew. I believe Absco has a, a pilot's log recapping last episode. <clears throat> they do have a log. Pilot's log. After docking at Absalom Station, we were placed in quarantine due to our new bioorganic ship computer? Engine? Gears? Finding out what bra is should be on someone's to-do list. Angus and I had George stay with the ship as we negotiated with an ambassador from Abadar Corps. We offered a trade to keep bra on the ship, for which we have to deliver a letter to someone in the spike. Along the way, we kept our eyes out for potential new crewmates. Fortune favors, <laughs> well, us, for we spotted the most amazing specimen of drone, Silverblade. Oh, and its maker, a Yasoki called Mordax. Naturally, we saved them from a spot of trouble, but they bolted. When we left to complete our original mission, we found that the letter was missing. Dun, dun, dun! So, we pick up. You guys are in the hallway. The mouse and the metal mouse have, like, yeeted a heal potion at you and hauled ass the other way. Upon taking a moment, you kind of patted yourself down and realized you don't have the letter. What do you do? Abska's the one who had the letter, so what do you tell me you don't have it? Because while you're doing that, I'm going to be picking up the weapon that the Noir dropped, Frostpike thing, and whatever bits of the robot that we destroyed, I'm going to pick up because you never know when, I guess, their UBPs will be will come in handy. Yep, so you get a handful of UBPs uh, uh, enough that you can... I'm picturing it like Chewbacca carrying C-3PO in his backpack, basically. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. So you you pick up the uh, yeah you pick up the robot, <laughs> slap it in your backpack, and go. You know, you're putting yeah. it all together. So Abs goes strip it later, like patting down their utility belt, and like they don't have pockets really. Like, <laughs> I mean, anything that looks like a pocket is probably just their skin. <laughs> and so they they turn to Angus and they're like, "Hey, funny funny thing. I I don't have the letter. Do do you happen to have the letter?" I'm sorry, Absco. What? Well, it 
I thought I had put it in my pack, and it's not in my belt. Um, can, can you check your pockets? Your, in your bag? Aye, but perhaps we should check the ground where you were jumping and see if maybe it's over there. No, my tumbles are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm still... Go check where you were tumbling while I check my pockets. Alright. Um, so I will do a perception check, I guess. Or a perception check. I will also be doing one. Oh. That's a nine. With a nine, you are so certain that your tumbles are so perfect. You just kind of glance over there. Sure, as you expected, you see no letter. Yeah, I, I, Asuka looks back. Hmm, yeah, as I suspected, perfect. So I just, I got a uh, Angus, you look around and you can verify that there is no letter laying on the floor. So I didn't drop it. Um, what are some alternate um, things, alternate events that you think may have happened? Maybe one of the ruffians took it. I, you could have been pickpocketed, sure. Oh no, I wasn't pickpocketed. Oh, Absco. <laughs> is there a place to sit down, like a little restaurant nearby where we're at? Because we're going to have some words. <laughs> uh, there are all kinds of lovely establishments on Absalom Station. Exactly where you are, there are some benches and a lovely ficus. Perfect. We're going to go sit by the bench and lovely ficus. Come with me. We need to have a little mm. talk. Okay. So, let's be clear. You had the letter, and now you don't, right? Correct. Okay. So, responsibility for who had the letter falls to whom let's not be blame focused about this let's just no, find the letter no yes but in order to do that you have to be open-minded enough to accept that other things could have happened it could have been your tumbling it could have been that you were pickpocketed. it could have been any number of things yes but if we but, can narrow those down we could perhaps find the stupid letter so that we well we already looked at the ground it's not there so it's obviously not my tumbling so give me some perception checks real quick <laughs> oh my god that's a 10. Oh, <laughs> Angus, as the frustration begins to build with you dealing with Absco, you look up and you do see a flyer that says Silverblade, 7 p.m. at the Click Clack Club. Okay, well, our next steps, because I can't think of anything else to do, would be to go to Silverblade's thing we said we would do and see if any of the Rofians show up, which is pretty likely because they threatened to. And Silverblade, because maybe their engineer Mordax will have found the letter or something. I don't know. They they scarpered pretty quick. So well, in the meantime, while we're talking, I'm gonna take ten minutes and burn an RP so that I can get my stamina back. Probably a good idea. Hashtag yeet to heels. Mm-hmm. I just I just picture Angus just like looking at Absco with just all this frustration, just jamming a healing serum into his leg. <laughs> And that is another five. Okay, so with that done, how long is it until the 7 p.m. fight? <laughs> you, should be able, you should be able to get there and have a, a lovely dinner before fight starts, or a few drinks, or whatever your preference is. Okay, how much? In fact, here, I will share with you guys. There is your map of Absalom oh Station. It's just a map of Absalom Station, so you can take a look. Uh, the Click Clack Club C3, well-known club, here in one of the spiral arms. Aha. Uh -huh. I see it. Cool. Okay. So you can get across the station, and, you know, it'll take you about an hour to get across the station. You'll have, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to chill and hang out at the bar or the, the club, if you would like. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, so I would like to pick up a couple more healing uh, serums before we head over because I'm down to one and it seems like I might need one or two. All right, so you went ahead by the uh, the free market here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's on the as, as, At some point, we need to put on the to-do list to figure out uh, what, what credits we have because I don't have any in my inventory. I have 75. Okay. Uh, in your party sheet, you currently have 500 credits and 3,455 UBP. Ooh, okay. so... All right, so I'm going to spend some time. I'll pick up two more healing serums. Cool. Okay. Actually. No problem. Uh-oh, there's an actually. Uh, that sounds like there. Is, you have seen the advertisements for a new product coming out very soon. Uh, you might have to... Look around and see if anybody is carrying this brand new product. Absco, my friend, we have just been attacked. You know what this means. Let's go shopping. <laughs> Absco doesn't look too faced by that. <laughs> Absco's like, this is logical. Yes, we go shopping. <laughs> yes. yes, this makes perfect sense. All right. Uh, yeah, you can do your shopping. No problem. We will say, let's see if anyone can has any of the new line of Solarian crystals. In fact, it appears somebody does have the brand new line of Solarian crystals. And there stands Angus looking over the catalog. Oh, look at this one, Absco. This one does 1d2 damage. Ooh. Plus stun. Check that out. Stun. Oh. Super exciting. And they have the plasma ribbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Does the color of the ribbon matter? <laughs> not especially, no. Not with me wielding it. I look at him. <laughs> they won't be looking at the ribbon so much as me wielding it. You disappear when you do stop. So <laughs> That's the best description of Absco. <laughs> you disappear when you do stuff. So, yeah, I personally think the ribbon color matters, but it's your it's your weapon, so you do what you gotta do. And so I'll call over the the purveyor of these fine goods. Hello, I see you have a very fine taste there, Mr. Noir. Thank you, I do. My name is Angus, and this is my associate, Abs. And we're interested in these two items here. Um, So, can you tell us a little bit about them and, you know, the cost? Well, this one is a ribbon made of plasma. They're very popular. Uh, there are twenty one hundred and twenty credits. Ooh, that is. I look at Absco and I'm like, well, at least your taste isn't cheap. I suppose. Okay. It's refined. Refined. And these are the latest uh, Solarian crystals that come straight out of... Oh yeah, they, they come straight out of the Solarian Academy here. Their research department has recently put these out. Uh, you can see the prices listed here. Okay, and what does this person look like? What species, what? Why, I am human, can't you tell, as he adjusts his monocle. Okay. <laughs> so, human, medium age, roughly 45. It is so impolite to ask a proprietor's age. No, I'm out of character. But if you must know, I am 47 and three quarters. (laughs) Um, 
tell me about these Solarian crystals. I take it you get them delivered and you have this markup. If I were to go to the Solarian Enclave, I would get them at a slightly less discounted price. I see you have not actually spent a lot of time with High Sola Marcola. I've been away from Absalom Station for a while, but my parents live in Solarian Enclave and I'm heading there shortly. I just thought I'd stop in since my partner here wanted to look for these days of things and see if you had anything of interest. Oh, oh no, you, you give probably me a culture check. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're overrunning with you think you can uh, get a discount at the Solarian. He, goes, he just kind of shrugs and goes, if you think you can get a discount there, then I would suggest you go by there. I, I, I put my hand on Inga's shoulder and I'm like, hold on. And I kind of lean over to the the proprietor and I'm like, so who leans in your, conspiratorially? What's your relationship like with the Abadar Corps? I carry a number of their products. How would you like to get closer with Abadar Corps? What are we talking, like uh, tax breaks? Well, I don't know. What can you do for my friend here? Roll me a uh, diplomacy there and whoever's <laughs> aiding whom we, we have a mutual aid situation going on right. here. You, you're gonna have to aid me on this one, but what, uh, what <laughs> flat. <laughs> I will aid you on diplomacy then. <laughs> so this is this is your attempt to aid Angus. Yes. Nineteen. So twenty-one. Well, I mean, you think you could get me a uh, couple of tax credits or perhaps a bit of a. A bulk discount or something like that. I might could see my way to uh, knocking, say, 20% off the price, making it, therefore, list price. Hmm. Well, I'll see what I can do, but you have to honor this deal first. I look forward to doing more business with you. Uh, and, like, can, can you send me a comms of, you know, how to contact you and everything, just so I can pass it along and make sure I file the paperwork correctly. He holds his communicator to your communicator and transfers the information wirelessly. Ooh. Because we're in freaking space. We are in freaking space. Alright, um, <laughs> let me actually make a note of this or else I will forget. Absco will forget too. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you guys can pay uh, list price for your plasma ribbon and your solarian crystal just let me know what the final price is meanwhile mordax you yeeted a heel at the people who helped you and then booked it where'd you go what, what do you do uh so so i would have gone to the safest sort of little enclave that i know of and i would like to spend some time repairing silverblade because silverblade got a little dinged up but also, you okay. know, I've got this big, big fight tonight. So I want to kind of like, you know, buff him out a little, you know, make him look real, you know, shiny and special. It's time for a montage. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's Mordax. Uh, so Mordax has gone to a, uh, you have your, I, I, I'd assume you have like a little shop somewhere, like a little garage basically yeah I, I i sort of figured that i sort of like maybe rented space from somebody else that was not uh where homeless. whereabouts in the uh in absalom station are you like more spike or spike Drif drifter's adjacent end. out in the drifter's, drifter's end. end excellent where all the rough people are 
Yup, yup, yup. Where I don't fit in. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so I rent a little chunk off of a, of a workshop from, from somebody. And I usually sleep underneath the desk. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So, yeah, right in uh, Drifter's End, you're in the kind, of the kind of a rough part of town. Yes, indeed. And you get in there, you start putting it to uh, repairing Silverblade, Silver buffing him out. <laughs> Uh, making it look, making him look amazing. Okay. Anything else you wanted to do before tonight's event? Well, I think that you know, Mordax and Silverblade have a custom before any any fight, so they're gonna go find a really terrible fast food restaurant and enjoy some some bad food before before the fight. All right. So to the bad food it is. <laughs> yeah, you've got your favorite like fast food grub joint. It's called the Gastronaut. All right. I yes, absolutely. You go to the gastronaut, and uh, what kind of food do they serve at the gastronaut? They serve a variety of like bad sort of diner food that they have tried to to modify for different cultures. So you know, the Vesco Berthani eggs, their own little thing, and the yeah. So I figure I'm probably you, you've got like fried crickets <laughs> from the Vesk as an appetizer, like fried um, Veskian crickets like dipped a- in blood sauce. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm probably drinking some sort of like peanut butter frap or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Offering something to Silverblade, but obviously Silverblade's not going to take any. Oh, does he? <laughs> or does he, even though he knows it's bad for his circuits? <laughs> Mordax is a, a, uh, a professional tea partier. Oh no! <laughs> 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 All right. And so the time draws nigh. Uh, yeah, so then after we do that, I'll have to make my way to the, uh, the triple C. To the triple C you go. You know the drill. You've done this a few times. You're a regular here. You have your spot and you see one of your, uh, competitor or your competitor for the night, your competition, a, a Kasatha. No, this one's a Vesk. Yeah, you've got a Vesk who is just glaring daggers at you. You've beaten this Vesk quite a few times. And this is... He thinks you have a rivalry. Mordax, you're probably like, ah, really, again? (laughs) Angus and Absco, you have shopped. You look at the time, and the time is getting quite close to your 7 o'clock rendezvous. Yeah, um, we would just head on over because that's where we said we'd be and we want to see this fight and see if we can find that letter that we are extremely responsible for and kind of holds Bra's life in (laughs) Um, our our responsibility here. So, yes, we are absolutely going to show up at 7 o'clock on the dot. You make your way to C3, what is colloquially known as C3, the Click Clack Club. You find all sorts of androids and anasites and various self-aware machines in this club. Uh, a lot of people with obvious upgrades, you know, tech tech uh, implants. Up on the screens, you can see all kinds of VR gaming going on with betting pools and odds. And in the center, a ring has been set up uh, with the sign for tonight's Drone Wars. I'd like to see what the odds are for Silverblade to win in their fights. 
All right. Uh, Silverblade with with owner Mordax is fighting somebody named Rasa with their drone Poison Tooth. And Mordax is favored, or Mordax and Silverblade are favored to win two to one. Okay. Obstacle. Do you think it's worth investing in a a bit of a bet? I mean, it's not going to be the best odds for us to make any money, but it was support for this person that we we did have a fight with before. Mm, that's true. Um, though we did just drop quite a bit of credits. That's fair. All right, let's go see if we can find this this little mouse person. And... I mean, <laughs> we can throw caution to the wind if we can. We can absolutely do that. I'm a gambling person. Are you now? I, I, I'm in so much, so that's fine. I, uh, I'm certainly a tumbling person. Yes, yes, you have a raven. It's very pretty. Let's <laughs> uh, And so uh, I want to do a quick uh, surveillance of the area to see if I see Silverblade or Mordax anywhere. Go ahead and roll me perception. 18. 18. Uh, you do not see them anywhere, but you can see that there is a sort of back room where it seems the contestants, uh, sort of a green room, yeah. or a couple of them, actually. As you begin watching some of the opening fights, you see that, yeah, they're, they're let out of their independent green rooms, leading their drones into this ring to much applause. Uh, you watch a couple of brutal fights. I mean, these drones just wreck each other. Alrighty, give me another perception check. I have a 25. Alright, you both are looking around, and you do see, indeed, a door with just a little scrap of paper stuck to it, like a little post-it note that says Mordax. Uh, that, that seems to be the name of our Yosoki friend. I only ask because I cannot tell you the last time I actually saw a paper anywhere. <laughs> That's a little shocking to me, but let's head over that way. Paper. Yeah. Okay. So we'll head on over and then knock on the door. Um, Mordax, you hear a knock at your green room door. You didn't think that it was your turn yet. Um, um, what? <laughs> Hello, uh, Mordax? I'll, I'll open it a little bit. You'll see. Absco and myself standing there and I just look down and wave with just like <laughs> just a few fingers I'm like hello no and I shut the door <laughs> <laughs> alright I knock again <laughs> you can't take him no 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 darling we're the ones who helped you keep it alright I open the door a little bit again I point at Abs I'm like he doesn't look anything like one of the bully boys who came after you, does he? No. Oh, oh, you're the sparkly pink guy. Oh, sorry. Uh, come in. And I'll open the door and back away so they can come in. Awesome. So I'll go in and first thing out of my mouth is, so I feel like this is yours since the people who attacked you left it. And I hand over the, the cryo spear thing. I don't oh, know the cryo pike. Cryo pike. I don't know that you could use this necessarily, but Silverblade might be able to. I don't know. If not, I'm oh. happy to keep it, but it's just, you're welcome to it. Oh, golly, um, sorry about that, you, 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 you know, nor, 
sorry, that was, I shouldn't, yeah, um, hi, um, I'm sorry, the fight's about to start, and I'm a little, I'm not supposed to be nervous in front of the visitors, um, I don't know, so, so, I mean, that's really nice, but I, I, I think that, that, um, oh, golly, uh, you know, a silver blade's thing is sort of, you know, blade, um, so that's, that's really nice, but I think that, that you should keep it for, 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 you know, helping us, because I think that you got really banged up there, mister. That's that's totally fine. I have it. I also ask, well, maybe you should handle this part of the question because it was, after all, something you saw. Something I saw? Well, I didn't actually see that. Right. Did you guys get in trouble with the guards? I'm really sorry. No, no, no. Um, so I had a letter on me when we met up, and after our fight, it uh, went missing. Is it possible that, you know, either you picked it up or Silverblade, it may have stuck to him? Oh. See somebody else pick it no, I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't know anything about a, about a letter. Oh, okay. I was really, you know, getting picked up and falling on the ground, and that was, that was a lot, of, lot going on. And let me just say, it is not just anybody who could just push Noir's arms off around the blanket. That was extremely impressive. Thank you. I was, I was quite impressed with you, actually. And, and your, and your bot, your drone. They, you, you were quite the good team. Oh yeah, Silverblade's really, really pretty special, I think. <laughs> oh, I agree. So, do you mind? And over the intercom, you hear, Silverblade on deck, Silverblade on deck. Oh golly, alright, alright, I gotta put my, my game face on, um, I'm really sorry about your letter, alright, 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 alright. <laughs> okay, before, do you mind if we accompany you as you head out, because the, the bully boys did say they'd be back. Sure, do you want to get dessert afterwards? Um, I'm yes. <laughs> Angus may have a bit of a sweet tooth, so I I dessert sounds lovely. Yes, yes. That sounds really fun. I don't think we've ever actually had any real fans before. <laughs> I mean, not that your fans haven't seen us yet, but you know, maybe. Silverblade, stand by. Silverblade, okay, stand okay, by. Okay, okay. I, I, yes. Afterwards, I gotta go. After you, and I'm just gonna follow her. And the champion tonight, standing at. Four foot three, Silverblade! The doors whisk open and the crowd cheers. So, as soon as Mordax crosses the threshold of the door to the actual sort of arena, posture totally changes, just transforms into, you know, serious mode. And I walk out there uh, following Silverblade who stands in the middle, you know, brandishing his weapon. And I I wait for the next uh, opponent to come out before I do my little announcement. All right. And the challenger, Hassa, with Poison Tooth! And sure enough, a security-looking kind of, or, or a base security bot, looks like a little flying bug with a bunch of tools on it, comes out. Uh, with a vesk following behind and 
the crowd, giving a, a mixed reaction of cheers and boos. All right. Smordak starts to sort of circle around the silver blade a little bit with her hand sort of up in the air. As you can imagine, you know, somebody who is doing announcements in a, in a gladiatorial type situation. And um, they have some sort of auditory system, I assume, mm-hmm. so that they can, they can yell. The, the microphone is lowered from the ceiling. You can grab it. All right. Hello, everyone. Tonight, Mordax's Marvelous Mechanical Machinations presents Silverblade, the shining specimen of strength and swordplay. And I, you know. Yay! The C3 has invited us down here tonight to compete against one of their own in a drone versus drone battle recreation of a famous historical fight between Oscar the Yosoki warrior and Gar the Vesk monstrosity. (laughs) More. (laughs) And I'll let my opponent say what he will. And I hand him the mic. Your opponent jumps up on the corner post of the uh, of the ring and grabs the mic and is like, You come to my house and challenge me? You will be going home in a body bag and a junk bin. And I will decide who goes home in which. <laughs> Angus, your communicator beeps as all this is going down. Okay. I'll look at it. Does it tell me who's, who's calling? It's Chiclary. Oh, goody. I'll answer that. Hello, uh, you have a you have a visual message, which says the mouse loses, and you get this back, and it has a picture of your letter. And the announcer says, "And now let us get this battle started." Okay, I seriously have like PTSD of this map. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just using the map. Basically, consider the uh, the ring to be that whole this whole big open thing. Yeah, there's yeah. a ring where the this two will familiar. fight, and it does it does kind of step up to a central platform with. Uh, this this is a special junk bin match. Uh, there's a junk bin down here. You can win by pushing your opponent into the junk bin where they are just like smashed. Absco, and I show Absco the message. I'm like. I'm gonna examine the message to see, like, the the photo to see if I can, like, recognize any part of the arena or any part of the um, uh, Click Hot Club. Okay. So that is a 21. 21. You see that it is a letter on a table in a dimly lit room. The table does not match, and the lighting do not match the club you are in. Okay. Um, So Absco turns to Angus and and I was like, well, it doesn't look like they're here, at least the club proper. They could be somewhere nearby, but I'm not sure. All right, Can Mordax, we need initiative real quick for Silverblade. Sorry. Right. Oh, you're fine. Because the fight is starting as you are having this conversation. So would I have any idea of where Samson and his crew would be hanging out just from previous experience with them? When you knew Samson Chiclary... He was not hanging out with a group. Uh, You can give me a culture check to see if you recognize this particular organization that you met. A 12. Can I use... Sorry, go ahead. Can you use... Can I use... Uh, my profession is an investigator. Yes, you can. Well, that's a 13, so that's that's not helpful. (laughs) Well, it's helpful. You have aided another, at least. 
Yes. Uh, the two of you together are kind of discussing this as the fight begins, trying to figure out what you might know. They had light gray jumpsuits with cerulean and goldenrod trim, and that's about it. No insignia, nothing like that. They just wore matching jumpsuits. Can I ask you to do a, a culture recognize check? that? Yeah, you can go ahead and do a culture check. I'll give that to you. 16. 16? No, you don't recognize them. Uh, all right. Might be a new crew since uh, the last time y'all were at Absalom Station. Uh, meanwhile, Mordax, Silverblade has won initiative. With the ding of the bell, Silverblade lurches into motion. Uh, just a point of clarification. So they're in the ring, yes. and then I am sort of outside of it on a you platform You would be, or yes, back in the, back in kind of this, this other corner here where the contestants are. You have Angus and Absco with you talking to each other, as well as a Vesk over in the other corner to the southwest, so you held the northeast corner. Perfect. Uh, there, there's like a, a an area for the drones, and then beyond that, a like ten foot wide area for the people operating the drones to move around the ring as needed, and then beyond that, the crowd. Okay, and you indicated that this center square is the the pit. This open area to the west that you see. That is how the okay. Right, right here. This is this is a pit. It is a, a junk bin with a big smasher ready to drop down if someone is thrown in there. So that, if somebody lands in the pit, their drone gets smooshed. That's fun. All right. So Silverblade's going to move. Silverblade begins moving along the side of the ring, eyes locked on its opponent. This flying bug-looking creature. Um, that is all I can do. Like they've only got a, either a move or, or... Right. So, that's it. All right. This other contender buzzes its way up along the raised platform, circling around Mordax, or so... Silverblade. Go ahead, Silverblade. Silverblade is going to move closer to it, but not... I would like to stay skirting the edge so that it has to come to me and I stay away from that, that pit. So okay. I just want to move three squares south. All right, so Silverblade just takes a couple of careful steps, keeping his eyes locked on, his sensors locked on uh, this uh, other drone waiting. Well, the other drone pops out one of its extenders, one of its arms, and it is going to fire a little laser shot, little pew, which hits Silverblade, dealing a three damage to Silverblade. Just a little pew. All right. Seeing that he is uh, now fighting with guns, I guess I'm going to have to get closer to him. <laughs> so I'm going to move my full movement uh, in his direction. All right. Silverblade runs up. And now, see, what is this going to do? All right. This is going to try to reposition you as a couple of arms reach out and tries to move Silverblade. Going to try to move him up this kind of ramp here toward the, toward the compactor. So Silverblade's CM is 27. It rolls a 26 trying to reposition uh, Silverblade. Silverblade manages to stand his ground, keep from getting moved. The crowd is cheering. Meanwhile, Absco and Angus are having their conversation. Where are we at here? Absco, I don't know where they are, but we can't let them destroy that letter. So yeah. we have a couple options here. One, we can tell them that okay i want to step away from mordax who i'm assuming is pretty involved in the fight and not really yes absolutely so just take a you know 10 10 step away from them so that we can have a little private chat and say so here's my thought if i respond and say that we can't guarantee that the robot will do 
lose, but if it wins, it will bring them Silver Blade and them out. Then they won't destroy the letter until we get there. And then once that's done, all we have to do is make sure the letter doesn't get destroyed. We don't have to turn over anything. Hmm, that's true. I can also, as a back, as a as a side gambit, uh, reach out to the ambassador from Abadar Corps and let them know that someone else took the letter from us and that we are trying to gain it back. Unless they can send us a transcript of what needs to be sent and to whom. I don't know that that's a good idea, because if this is a trust-building exercise and we failed at holding on to a letter, it may not go so well. Mm. Now, if Fair you enough. Have different contacts that you could reach out to to maybe come and support us, that would be cool. But I don't think that reaching out to the person who we're trying to build trust with and saying, hey, we already failed, is a good idea. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, <laughs> fine. But yes, I think your gambit could work. Okay. So I will basically send that message back to Chiclary Samson. I'm going to help right. with the wording so that <laughs> I can roll to help. Yeah, is this a All diplomacy right. check? Yeah, go ahead and roll diplomacy. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Mordax and Silverblade. All right. Can... You know what? Actually, I just want to smash him <laughs> with the sword. That's Silverblade it. rears back. With his sword ready to bring it to bear upon the security bot. A nine. It ducks and dodges. If only those two would just be quiet next to you, you could probably <laughs> concentrate. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the Vesk on the other side hisses loudly at this that missed maneuver and is going to again try to grab Silverblade and like throw it further up, uh, which it is not going to do with a 13. That is not going to beat the KAC versus CM. Uh, Mordax is just holding his ground, fighting off this thing as it tries to grab onto him, or Silverblade is. Go ahead, Silverblade. All right, Silverblade's gonna sword smash again. Yeah. Oh, so not only is that a hit with a natural 20 doing 26, uh, I have reviewed, by the way, rules in Starfinder. There is no confirmation. If it would normally hit, it is a crit. You have just crit. Mordax catches with an upward swing, slamming into the underside of this robot. All right. Go ahead and roll damage. I am dragging that die over. Yes. 10 damage as Mordax's sword goes flying upward and just slams into this flying robot, which shudders and jerks and sparks. The crowd goes wild. Just as you guys are sending the letter saying, hey, if Silverblade wins, da, we can da, maybe da. make it work. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear the cheer and you look up and there's Silverblade slamming his uh, longsword up into this robot. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the robot, let's see. Mordex is in the corner, have, yeah. bouncing up and down, you know, fist pumping up into the sky. Oh, yeah, take that. At this point, hmm, mm hmm, hmm. Mew, don't, don't find out how to kill yes. Silverblade. Stop it. <laughs> I'm figuring out how to kill Silverblade. A, a port opens up and there's a thunk as this little sticky thing attaches itself to Silverblade's chest. Uh-oh. Is it a ranged attack? Did they get an attack opportunity? Ooh. Mm. I don't think there's <laughs> rules for like drone wars. So is is the drone normally uh, entitled to attacks of opportunity? I am. Is it having the limited movement? Well, you know what? Rule of cool. Go ahead. Okay. Silverblade gets a. Oh, oh my god. 
and brings his sword crashing straight down with another natural 20 (laughs) for eight more damage which slams into the other security bot smashing it into little pieces Whoa. The crowd goes wild, and the Vesk jumps up on the corner, cursing at you in Vesk, which is very disconcerting. And, and I and understand very scary. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is calling you every dirty name he can as he raises his controller and hits a button. I'm going to yell back in Vesk. It's not nice to use those words. What would your mom say? <laughs> as you say that, you know that his mom would call him much worse than he's calling you. <laughs> and the bomb does go off sore loser and in a 10 foot area around silver blade there is this really sticky goo (laughs) silver blade as he tries to move seems to get gummed up and stuck and all of his joints kind of come to a a halt okay so i was sort of jumping up and down having that exchange with the vesk being really excited and i didn't notice that until now and I look over and I'm like wait a minute and he gives you his vesky grin as the announcer calls and we have a winner and he steps up to the center of the podium Silverblade join me up here (laughs) so Silverblade can't move is that the implication here Silverblade needs to make a reflex save in order to move, or an escape artist, or something of that nature. Whatever Entangle requires in Starfinder, which I need to actually just double check that. Entangled. So he is entangled officially, which is move. Officially, it's move at half speed, but this this seems to have gotten into his joint. So let's have him make a check. A reflex check, you said? Yeah, I'll give him a reflex save. Okay. Yeah. Nope. That's a nine. A nine. Uh, Silverblade tries to move but gets stuck. And the announcer looks and goes, Well, it seems instead we have a stalemate, a tie, a draw. No winner. Mordex's face just drops. I am shocked. I'm like, wait, you have destroyed the other drawer. How on earth is this a there's a lot of really weird rules here. I don't understand a lot of them. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Well, that's just stupid. The crowd is laughing and having a ball. This is awesome. Mordax is going to jump down and try to uh, go see what she can do about about Silverblade. I'll come with. Now, now, Silverblade is like a fully functional by itself AI, correct? Yes. Yeah. Silverblade barely gets his neck around. To just look at you with very sad eyes, like I have failed you. <laughs> that is super sad. I hope you have some sort of solvent. Once you get up there, you recognize, yeah, it, it's pretty typical. Uh, it was a pretty typical sticky bomb grenade. You've got the solvent for it, but it really did gum up his his joints there. Okay, I'm gonna do do whatever I I have within my power to de gum him, whether or not just just like chisel him out with a dagger and book it or, or what. I also... I figured you'd, you'd have a solvent that you can just pour on the joints right. and he can move now. Okay. I just go stands off to the side and kind of just watches and it's like, yeah, that, that looks like it could work. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> And the announcer comes up as you're clearing everything up. Uh, No, not yet. And he says, and he tells, uh, he tells you, oh, you know, better luck next time. Thank you. We will. All right, now hurry up and get your junk out of here. 
We got another match. All right. I look at Mordax. I'm like, do you get this robot too since you trashed it? I'm going to look around and see if the Vesk is looking at me. Oh, no. The Vesk is just gathering the, the scraps of the robot and just glaring daggers at Mordax. I am going to continue trying to put on a brave face and I'm going to, to leave as uh, dignified as possible. Okay. Well, we'll go with you. Help out, because deserves yep. the line. Okay. You do get a response back now from uh, Samson, who says, "Last." Ch it says, last chance, Low Riggers Club. Low Riggers Club. Mm-hmm. All right. Sure. So we, uh, I'll respond as soon as we're done here. We'll head over. Okay. You know the Low Riggers Club to be uh, in the spike, a place where all kinds of seedy stuff might go down. So it's a fairly infamous club run by the Low Rigger crew. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Um, can I roll a, a culture check to see if I know anything about that place? Sure. That is a 28. Could have used that earlier. I'm pretty sure, Absco, you've done some deals in the Low Rigger club. This is where you go if you want to get in touch with the underground, if you want to uh, maybe contact some not-so-legal people doing not-so-legal things. I'm sure you've been there once or twice in your official duties as an operative. Mm, yeah, so I just turn around and tell everybody, yeah, very skeezy. Be on the lookout, especially for pickpockets. And I kind of chuckled to myself. <laughs> All right, well, we need to uh, okay. go with Mordax and see what they have to say. I'll, I'll turn to you two and quietly away from the Vesk be like, um, it, it's okay if you guys don't want to go get dessert. I, I know that was actually kind of bad show um i i uh i i think that we'll do better next time if we get invited back here um but thank you for watching um it was neat to have some people in the pit with me <laughs> um i mean you're not people i mean you are people but you know what i'm you know cow and no i i'm gonna go um but thank you mordax 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 can we just take a breath real quick just <sighs> no no we let it out after we're done <laughs> <laughs> Now we just relax. It's okay. Meanwhile, I'm looking up at you because I'm half your size. Yes. So I'll go mm. down to my knees so that we are <laughs> same-ish level. Because I'm probably still taller than you that way, but it's much more reasonable. And I say, so, A, you don't just give up on dessert because of a bad day. That's not a thing that happens. That's true. I do need to ask you for a favor. Okay. So... I'm going to show you some text messages, some video messages that happened while the fight was going on. And I want you to understand that what was said on my part is not something I said to, I didn't actually mean it. I am using it as a stalling technique so we can try to get what abs go and I need. And so I show Mordax the, the video messages starting with the, if you want this back, and then my response, and then, you know, the follow-up and everything. Just say to Mordax, I understand that this is a big ask. I totally understand. If you don't want to, it's fine. But we really need to get this letter back. We have a crewmate who is potentially in danger if we don't get this letter back. If you'd be willing to go with us, we will definitely not be just handing you over. There will probably be a fight. We'll see what happens. But letting you know gives you time to prepare, and we can get back those low lives who are trying to steal Silverblade from you. And we can feel like we really earned that dessert. Uh, so Mordax's face is just bouncing back and forth between Angus and Absco, just like taking all this in. Um, yeah, I mean, you you both helped me out a lot uh, this afternoon. I, I, um, yeah, 
they're not going to leave me alone. Although maybe they will now that I did a really bad job and maybe, all right, yeah, I'll go with you. That's all right. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And allow me to just state, you did not do a bad job. You totally destroyed that other robot. That Yeah, but I've seen that move before. I should have been prepared for that. I should have greased them up better beforehand. I know the sort of tricks these people pull. I, I just, I just got really excited. I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Alright, I'll go with you. <laughs> Everyone stops as they just hear like a, a police spot go by. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> so anyway, like we were saying, let's go commit crimes. <laughs> you see Absco like momentarily vanish. <laughs> Absco. But do we see the ribbon? <laughs> I don't know, do I have my You just yeah. see a plasma ribbon like hanging off his uh, hanging off of their belt. Wait a minute, the most important question didn't get answered. What color was it? Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Um <laughs> This is apparently a big sticking point. Let's let's call it cerulean. It's cerulean. So All right. We head out to the meetup. Alright. You get to the low rigger club deep in the spike. This is a rough place. The spike. This they, they is don't really rough. Off. No. <laughs> I don't usually come here. Uh, no, you wouldn't think so, as all manner of obviously criminal people are sitting at their tables and all look up when you step in. I, I kind of... Look back down at what they're doing. Bend over and say, nobody really ever comes here. They're forced to go here. And and then I look across the room at, like, one particularly rough person, like, rough-looking person. I'm like, except for that one. That one meant to come here. As <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one of the staff comes up and goes, "What are you doing here?" Um, we we have a meeting. It's scheduled. Yeah, uh, on the books. It's on the books. I promise. Pulls out pad and starts flipping through it. You're in room three B. Rot this way. What what species is this person? <laughs> I imagine species it's like species is just go ahead. I, I imagine it's like a Sheeran, like a, a like a, one of the bug per people. There you go. Yes, it's a Sheeran. It's a little bug person. It's a bug person, like clacking the whole time. There's like these clacking mandibles behind all that. As it leads you, they lead you back to a room or to a door open up a door you go through a couple of hallways and then it opens up into a nice meeting room by, by uh, nice be with you shortly <laughs> but by nice do you mean like you know there are chairs and they there are chairs like, they, they, they aren't gooey <laughs> there are chairs and only one of the overhead lights is blinking oh good okay I'm gonna do a perception check of the room to make sure okay. that this room is safe. Like, there aren't any okay. traps that... Oh, well, that's a nine, so it's perfectly safe. Yeah, let's go. You look around, you're like, no, I don't see any, like flamethrowers aimed over our chairs or anything, so... In fact, you know. Absco thinks that they could lift the table. It's that clean in this room. There you go. Um, while we're waiting, I'm going to pull my rig off my belt and start trying to make sure that Silverblade is not sticky anymore and, you know, okay, fix the joints and stuff. Mordox, do you need All right. help with that? Um, a bit of a uh, give me perception checks, everybody, as you are oh. in the room working, waiting. That one's better. That's a 15 for me. Go ahead and have just uh, Silverblade have a perception ability. Silverblade skills here. 
does what I do, basically. The only thing that Silverblade can do on his own is the one skill that I've flagged is something that he can do on his go own. Ahead, go ahead and just roll him a straight wisdom for, for perception. If his sensors pick up something that can alert your... Oh. Ooh, yes. Okay. As as you be as as you're working on him, your your rig begins beeping like just incessant, just beep, 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 beep. What is what? You look at it, and it begins reading a chemical compound detected, or, or unusual chemical compound detected. Oh golly! In the atmosphere. Um. I need fort saves. Oh. I'll take a twenty-three. I'll take a sixteen. I'll die. Mordax, you look up and go, oh, golly, and pass out. Uh, Absco, you kind of get the oh, golly, Mordax passes out. You look around and you feel lightheaded and pass out. Angus, you're feeling the effects, you're beginning to feel the effects of the lightheadedness. You're fighting, fighting, trying to stay awake. You see the doors open. Silverblade turns and is struck by a little pulse that just stops him. And then you pass out. And that is where we end today's episode. Hateful. Be sure and tune in next week for our Spooktober Spectacular to see what happens to everybody. All the spooks. You were the worst. Well. Uh, I am evil and I love it. Are you okay? (laughs) Yes, I'm fine. (laughs) Oh, you're going to break a little tiny mouse heart. For experience points, I'm Miu. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at MiuPlaysGames. I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at EQPoints or at Cormalon. Oh, gosh. I'm I'm Brit, and you can find me at Atomic Firebird. And I'm Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. I'm also going to be playing along with Brit on Wednesday, the day this comes out. Once you finish listening to this, go watch us on at Nomadic's channel on Twitch. We are going to be playing a game called Tales from the Loop, and uh, you can find us on social media there at uh, Little Busters RP. Awesome. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.